0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to No Reserves Radio. I am your host, Ren. With me, as always, Angelo and Austin. Uh, we are continuing our summer of no basketball, where we still discuss basketball. Um, this week, we're going to be ranking the shooting guard position. If you've been following along for the last three weeks, we have been going position by position ranking our opinions these these are these are subjective opinions on who were the best at each position last season uh it, to be honest it, it's not exactly scientific we each kind of have our own rubric uh, how we're judging it some of us are including playoffs in our decisions some of us are not uh so yeah this is just a fun little get together and hopefully no one listening at home gets too mad that we leave off their favorite players. Um it's also worth noting before we get into it I I do like to bring this up early on in the episode. We did have a limit on things like games played or positions at that or games played at that position. Um so if we leave someone off, check out one of the ep- other episodes cuz likely they're on it and if they're not they didn't play enough games more than likely. So with that being said, let's get into the question of the week. Austin has it for us this week. What is it?
1: So this is the question. Which of your five senses are the strongest?
0: Uh not my sense of smell anymore. Uh ever since I had COVID I actually can only smell good smells, which I guess is a good problem to have. Uh, Probably my hearing i grew up a musician i have kind of perfect pitch like i can hear it within like if you were to play an a flat i could tell you it's an a i wouldn't be able to tell you it's an a flat but i would mm-hmm. be able to like tell you it's an a you can get um close. So, so probably my sense of hearing
1: okay mine is actually sense of smell um my nose is just really sensitive. There was actually a fun little story at work one time. There was a rat that had uh, passed away in the walls. Ew. And I was the one that had to use my nose to find it. And it did.
0: Super sniffer.
1: Super sniffer. Angel, what about you, buddy? Which of your five senses are the strongest?
0: They all suck. Um, Before we... can Okay continue. Did y'all hear that? Hear what? It sounded like the recording dropped out and came back in.
2: That was Angela
1: unmuting himself.
0: Oh, see, this is what Wait, you can hear that? Apparently sometimes. sometimes. Apparently. I didn't know that. I thought it was the recording dropping and coming back in. That was weird. If if you didn't hear it, then sure. Um, so all of your senses suck, Angela? I mean, yeah, pretty much. Uh, my hearing
3: is pretty bad. I wear glasses for my sight. Uh, Touch—it's probably touch. And you know, you already know my court vision, so you know. And I can't smell anything, basically.
1: So touch by default is what I'm is what I'm hearing. <laughs> that's
0: what I'm hearing. Touch like, by <laughs> default. That's uh, that's a sad one to have. Uh... Basketball news, because one of them is not necessarily NBA news, so the first one we'll touch base on, because we're going to talk about this guy in this episode. I assume uh, Jalen Brown signed the largest contract in NBA history, uh, $304 million. So I've got two things. One, I do want to talk about that. But two, who do you think is going to sign the 307? Like, who's going to get the 307 mil? Shay. Okay. so for those at home um we have this like inside joke that's been going on for god knows how long uh about the number 307 i'm not gonna elaborate on it because that would be like a whole bonus episode explaining that um but no i i'm interested to see who's gonna get the 307 it's gonna be someone like jaw just to spite me <laughs> So it'll be Ja, Trey. Ja and Trey will both get 307. I'm calling it now.
1: Gosh, we should just stop after
0: that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the end of basketball. Um, so, how do you guys feel about this contract locking Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum long term in Boston and tying up a metric ton of salary cap into two players? Overpaid. Overpaid.
1: See Jalen, Jalen's a great player, right? You all know. I think everyone in here likes Jalen Brown. Like he's yeah, kind of hard I, not. To I like think. him as a.
0: I like him as a basketball player. I'll say that.
1: Fair, fair. Um, but I just I don't think him getting like what it was like sixty million right a year. Yeah. Like that. That is not Jason. That is sorry. That is not Jalen Brown type of money. He's and- like a thirty. 35
0: to me I think it's more than that I think it, here's, here's the question is if you were to go through the NBA and we, we could do this as like a bonus episode and maybe we'll do that tonight when we get done like a post show it would be really hard to get to a team where Jalen Brown is not the best player on that team like I want you to do it in your head like think about it Because I thought
3: of five immediately. I did too.
0: You're going to think of like the Dallas Mavericks, like the teams with certified superstars. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if Jalen Brown is a superstar. I think he's damn close. And the question then is if he was on a team where he was the number one option, would he take that leap? We can talk about the playoffs and how Boston disappeared, but, but like, that doesn't really say anything about Jalen Brown as so, a player. So I think I think it's I think
3: your question is kind of misleading in a way because would his scoring production go up? Yes. Would Jalen Brown prove to be a superstar caliber player? That's I'm not sure. That's another question altogether. Like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna put him on the Knicks and he's gonna turn into James Harden is the most recent example I can think of. Is that what you're saying?
0: So here's the thing. Jalen Brown at least pretends to play defense. I would even say he does a little bit more than pretends to play defense, but that's just me. Um, so on top of the offensive production, you're getting a superstar that wants to play two-way basketball. I'm not saying he's going to be the best player in the league or anything like that. I'm just saying he- five teams off the top of your head sure i'd be hard pressed to find 10 teams that he wouldn't be the best player on and as we all know my criteria for what makes a superstar yeah. top 10 i think there's 10 teams 10 teams yeah. I, maybe maybe I we'll know. do that for a bonus episode tonight
1: um i mean my thing is if you i mean so that's we'll say six teams that means 20% of the teams have someone better than him. Why is he the most paid player? And I know a lot of it just comes to there's always going to be new someone. TV
0: deal, <laughs> too. Well, yeah. But it there's always a gonna lot be more money.
1: Topping the largest contract in history. That's just this year. Next year, like we said, 307, 310, I mean, 320. It's just going to keep going up and up.
0: But yeah. Okay. So the, the question then, and this isn't necessarily a question it's not like this is Timothy Mozgov or no, well, we're not saying it is like that. I, I think that as we start to see these contracts, because contracts aren't going to just continue going up and up and up. That's what they do every year. Three years down the line, this might look like a really, really good contract, especially if he continues the production. Like Jalen Brown, he's only 26. It's not like he's, out of his prime just yet. Like There are plenty of players that take it up another notch late into their 20s. And the part of his game that is the most crucial to him as a star, in my opinion at least, is his defense. And that's not going to go anywhere.
3: So let me take this a different direction. Um, uh, Ignoring the fact that you don't pass up the $300 million, do you think then the best decision for Jalen's future and maybe his eventual like standings all time would be to go to a different team.
0: I don't know because there's always people like you that care more about the rings than the individual accolades. So
2: But he's not he's not gonna be the number one option on those rings. That's But it that, doesn't uh, matter.
0: A ring, a, a
3: that does that is I have ring. always brought that up.
2: I don't know. I
0: I said I... all along that I would keep Jalen Brown. So I guess it would be weird for me to go back on that. I do just feel like this is a lot of money, even though we should have expected it. Um, right, and
3: if you're Jalen Brown, you don't pass up the three hundred million. We get that even
0: no. though even Oof. though like immediately after signing it, he started going on this tangent about income inequality in Boston. It's like, dude, you just signed a three hundred and seven or three hundred and four million dollar contract, like pump the brakes, homie,
3: so um, ignoring yeah. the fact that we might be giving Boston you know increase the salary cap as their Christmas wish list every year. Do you believe that with these two, Boston can eventually make another NBA Finals run and? Oh, absolutely. Ultimately secure a champion. Yeah. Okay.
0: A-, sure. a run for sure. A championship—that's hard to say because only like one out of thirty teams actually can win it every year. So it's hard to say that they will for sure win it. But one hundred percent, they'll be a contender for the foreseeable future. Those two are too good. Yeah, I agree with that, sure. Um, Second piece of basketball news, and hopefully this one we should spend less time on. Uh, Bronny James, LeBron James, the son, uh, suffered cardiac arrest during practice. Everything seems good now. He's stable. Um, Knocking on wood because a lot can happen between when this episode is recorded and when it comes out. But it seems like he's out of the woods. Uh, Mm -hmm. This did lead me to doing some of my own individual research um i'm not like a doctor or anything but supposedly this is far more common in college basketball than i thought like apparently and i don't have the numbers in front of me but the percentage of players that suffer cardiac arrest in college basketball let's let's just say it's greater than zero i'm not going to give you an exact number but seriously go look it up it's Strange compared to other sports, the frequency. Um, but I don't really think we have much to say on that. I just wanted to touch on it. Um, LeBron you, so far hasn't said anything, which I don't think he should.
1: Yeah, I think just let Bronny be Bronny, uh, like leave that to him, let him start to establish himself. But do you think, I mean, maybe if you say it's as calm as this, if. I can't speak today, y'all.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you say it's more common than what people believe, do you think this will have an impact on his draft capital?
0: I don't know. I think it'll depend on what, because I'm sure he's going to go through the rigor of, like, different forms of medical testing, and if it's just a freak one-off thing, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think NBA teams and scouts do trust medical science. Mm-hmm. And if it's just something where, you know, this was a freak accident, I, I don't think it should impact his stock too much. Okay. Um, now, if something comes back like he's got some kind of, God forbid, degenerative condition or something like that, yeah, obviously, his health comes before basketball. Yeah. Um. So, like, I think at that point, his stock would be the least of anyone's concerns. <laughs>
2: That's fair.
0: Oh, yeah. Do you have anything to add on the Brawny situation,
2: Angela? I don't. It's just sad.
0: Just keep hearing him unmuting his mic. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into our lists. I think, and you guys can let me know if you agree or disagree. This was the toughest one so far which is weird i thought this one was going to be the easiest one i think this is going to have the most variability of any of our lists because i think there were a lot more intangibles that i personally took into account on my list and so i think i've got a couple people in my bottom five that you guys are going to have way higher and the vice versa. I think I've got at least one player in my top four that I don't know if you guys will have that high. Uh,
1: it felt weird. I Shooting Guard was kind of quiet this year, but they all dropped some serious numbers.
0: No, it for sure. But, like, that was the thing, is, like, when you were looking at their box score, like, it was amazing, right? Yeah. And then you got to their advanced stats, and I think the highest guy on my list is, like, a 23. <laughs> Yeah. Like, on PER. Like, it's low. Um, they just got no, they buckets. All, yeah, they, they got buckets. Very inefficient buckets, but they got buckets. <laughs> um, so, are we just going to keep the same order that we've had? Yes. Okay, so, I'm going to give a forewarning of my entire list, and I'm going to try to explain it as I go, because while I was writing this list, and, like, going through and doing my eliminations, Uh, I was very distracted, and so what I valued in each individual moment changed a little bit every time. And so for my number 10 spot, I took a guy who was very good on the box score and very good on the eye test, but compared to most of the other players on this list, his team didn't really perform that well. So at number 10, I got Zach Levine, and I'm waiting to hear if I... Hear one of you like make a noise, neither of you do it. Okay. So I it feels like that's not surprising. So he averaged 25 points. And it's weird to have number 10 average 25 points, four and a half rebounds, and four assists. Shooting pretty decent. He shot 50% from the field, 37% from three. His PER was 19. But in this case, it was and maybe this is gonna bite me later. Uh it was a case that someone on this team was scoring, and yes, I did rank Demar very highly, um but I felt like Demar earned that higher spot. It felt like Levine, compared to the rest of the guys on the list, didn't deserve to be ahead of those guys. Maybe it's because of his defense I, I don't know, but I have him ranked at ten. And I don't really have much to say on it because he was just someone that went out and filled up the box score. And I'm not sure there was much more to it than that. Someone had to score. He was the primary ball handler. I think he just barely... No, he didn't. He actually played 77 games. I was going to say I think he just barely made the cut. But no, he actually yeah, played he a lot. He played almost a full season.
1: Yeah, I can already say no, I do not have Levine that low.
0: Yeah, I i figured. i He started at number six for me. Mm -hmm. but as I went through it, just really, actually, as I'm looking at it, there's only, uh, there's one guy for sure that doesn't or plays defense at the same level of quality of Zach Levine, and then there's two that kind of, eh, but they were so much better that I had to put them higher. So, yeah, that that holds Levine back for me.
3: Hmm. That's fair. He's not. He's not that much higher for me, I'm being honest.
1: He's a lot higher for me. Anyways, So my number ten. Um, I'll be honest. I kind of use. I tried my best not to use my future hopes for him, but I'm not gonna lie. They kind of okay. So
0: I learn. do. You remember like five seconds ago when I was saying that I use different metrics every time for yes. like yeah. Run? I definitely have players on my list that are like. Based on how well they did this season and how young they are, I did give them the benefit of like, hey, it's only up from here. So I, I get okay. that. Okay,
1: Maybe that's why my list is different. Mm. Okay. So that's my fair. number 10, I went with the Australian, Josh Giddy.
0: He was my number 10 for a while. Yeah. So, uh-huh. I mean,
1: he didn't have the points that the others around him would have. He did average eight rebounds, six assists. And, I mean, he shot pretty decent from the field and from three. Uh, I just, I think the world is going to go up for Giddy. I think Shea taking the next step really helped Giddy out. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, the dude's only 20. For sure. Like, he's got a long way to go up, and that's kind of why I put him at 10. I don't think either of you probably have Giddy on your list.
0: So Giddy's probably my number eleven, because like I said, he was number ten. Um, and then I forgot someone mm-hmm. and I had to move two players down. Oh
3: Ren when set himself up to take the L this week and then fixed it.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. One hundred percent. So my number nine, once we get to number nine, I I thought he played a different position, so I'll talk about that when I get to him. Even though Oh, I mean, it's probably yeah. my number nine. Anyway. <clears throat> So, anyway, my number 10 is Josh Giddy. Um,
3: <laughs> for a lot of the reasons Austin stated, but honestly, mine more or less is he might be the only one on the list for just about anyone that doesn't like eclipse 20 points a game, but he also has some of the best secondary stats on anyone on this list as well. The. Rebounds being at eight, the assists being at six, and you're right, he did have decent efficiency. So, I, I I debated it for so long, but I decided that you know, Giddy probably does deserve the ten spot.
0: So that was the one that was uh, your soul searching earlier. Yeah, Josh Giddy,
3: because <laughs> I want yeah, because I wanted to put some of the people who averaged like 21 points on there, but I was like,
0: yeah. Um, so, so and now's the time to say I, I don't have
2: Josh Giddey. Yeah,
0: I don't have Josh Giddey on mine, which is fine. Um, he he was my number or ten, and then I remembered about my number nine. Uh huh. And for a while, I thought my number nine was a point guard because he was a point guard until this season. He's probably the best point guard on the Hawks, right? He is the best. <laughs> DeJounte Murray. <laughs> I'm guessing you also have the same number, nine. <laughs> so I... so DeJounte Murray averaged yeah. 21 points per game, uh, five and a half rebounds, six assists. Shooting okay, 46, 34, 83. P.E.R. was there was a lot to be desired on the advanced side of the things. But for me, what put him above Levine and what put him into this top 10 was that defense. You're going to find a theme tonight. For me, at least the offensive production was great from pretty much everyone on this list. Advanced stats, not so great. So I resorted a lot to the eye test on how they played off ball and how they played on the defensive side of the ball. Honestly, I would have been comfortable putting DeJounte Murray a little bit higher. I'm not sure how much higher. I'll have to look at my list while you guys are talking. But for me, having a two-way player at the shooting guard seems to be a recipe for success, um, especially because it seems like every player that plays this position is going to fill up the box score, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because so few of them actually play defense. Um, But yeah, DeJounte Murray, number nine. Forgot he was a two. Yes, he was.
3: See, yes. this is how forgettable Trey Young is. Trey Young is so forgettable that Ren thought Dejounte Murray was the point guard of the Hawks. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I am just saying. It's not actually like,
2: accurate. That's mm, accurate. I just, I just forgot he was there.
1: Mm-hmm. So. My number one, nine, right? Yeah. Okay. I will say, DeJounte Murray is not on my list. Huh. Wow. He was my.
3: Trey Young better be pretty high like, then on your point guard my, like,
1: list. 11A with like 11B, C, and D, and E. I had a bunch of 11s. Anyways, my number nine is another young kid in the Jalen Green. Huh. So, I debated. Doesn't look the best. Winshare doesn't look the best. This is where I also factored in his future capabilities. Um, went out and dropped 22, four rebounds, four assists. Did you factor solid. in the
3: fact that he fist fought his teammate on the court?
1: Yeah, that shows grit and grind, man. <laughs> He's a competitor. Or a shadow ring. <laughs> 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 um. But I mean, Jalen Green—he's a solid player. I'm starting to think, as soon as you just said foreshadowing, that I forgot someone.
0: No, so no, no, to... no, no, no,
3: no, no, no. That's no. this is going to be on runs that's, higher unless I get that's
0: it. That's related. No, I, I don't, I don't have Jalen Green on my list.
3: Not Jalen Green, but Green Grind.
1: Anyway, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm confused now. You just you'll yeah,
0: you are. will get, it. you'll get it. Just. You got it. Keep him out.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Kaylen Green, young kid. Again, he's 21, so a little older than
2: Giddy. Um, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be a borderline all-star. So that's
0: tough. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. It's not that I disagree; it's that I disagree. Like, (laughs) look. It's not that I like that I, I do like green. I like green a lot. I just really haven't
2: seen anything like I don't know. Keep, keep going.
1: He's available at least.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: that's true.
3: So, anyway, my number nine is DeJounte Murray. Yeah. Um, it, for me, what because. You know, he was in the backhand. end. He was part of the debate. For me, what got him is the defensive contributions. I actually didn't think he was going to get to 20 points a game on the Hawks with Trey Young there, but I was wrong. He did. 21 points, five rebounds, six assists, 17 PER, which is it's, it's good.
0: And that's definitely something worth bringing up, that even if you don't like Trey, and I know you don't like Trey, he has the keys to that franchise, correct? And he's gonna have a high usage rate. And the fact that Dejounte was able to come out and get his—I
3: mean, sometimes you drive to the destination. Sometimes you drive the truck off the cliff. You know,
2: I—you know—give you know? You the keys to someone regardless. Uh,
0: anyway, foreshadowing Britain Grind. Um. <laughs> <laughs> at number eight, I've got the future MVP, Desmond Bain. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 21 and a half points, five rebounds, four and a half assists, 48, 41, and 89% from the field. I think I'm reading that right. I have it typed very small. Uh, 19.1 PER and a 5.8 win share. Look, here's the thing. There was so much drama around this franchise all season long. The one bright spot, besides Steven Adams, for me at least, was Desmond Bain's play. I think that he showed up every night, regardless of anything. Well, every night that he was available, he he only played 58 games. But 58 is good, and that does make our cut. And just head down, play ball. Like, that's what you ask from star players, right? So those secondary stars like a Desmond Bain. Why would you expect anything different? Um, defensively, there was a little bit to be desired, but it's hard to argue with twenty-two points a game, right? So, number eight, DMB, Grint and grind.
2: <laughs> Austin, your number eight. Yep.
1: All right. So my number eight is someone that. If he played more games, would be higher.
2: <laughs> but
1: I'm going to put Bradley Beal at number eight.
2: Hmm. That's interesting.
1: I mean, he barely made the cut via our games. He played 50, right?
0: Yeah, he, he literally played the minimum number of games that we needed.
1: Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, in my other picks, I've taken availability into account. So 50 games.
3: Oh, does that mean someone's not in your
2: top three? No, they're quit. still there. Okay, okay.
1: You can't argue that one. Um
2: even so though we here, only played two more games? Yeah. Okay.
1: So 23.2, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, you know, 19.7 PER. I mean, he's a solid player, just his games is why he's lower. If you played more, he'd probably be in my top five, maybe top four.
2: So, that's it. You just need to average four more points a game.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, my number eight there, is... there, there, Hold on, there. there is... We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to talk about him. What? What? Go on, continue.
2: What? Who's your number eight? (laughs) My number
1: my My number eight is Zach Levine.
3: So it's for a lot of the reasons Ren mentioned he is the guy who had the ball in his hands. The bulls are kind of Eh to me Yeah, yeah, they're mid.
0: They're mid. They're not great. They're Uh, not terrible. They're mid. Oh they were one one play away from beating the future Eastern Conference champions in the play-in. Just throwing that out there. But they didn't. Because they're mid, like the Miami Heat.
2: (laughs) So,
3: anyway, yeah. Zach Levine, 25 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 19 PR. It's honestly very good, and it's going to be a higher point total than a lot of guys on this list. But... I agree with Ren as far as defensive contributions, you know. Zach Levine isn't offensive really defensively, defense. but he's not anything to write home about. You don't even pretend that
0: he's defensive. Yeah. So that's what I got. Who's your number seven? So I'm gonna I'm gonna call an audible here and I'm gonna flip my six and seven. Um just because uh, I don't want to forget about this. So my number seven is now Bradley Beal. Um, <laughs> so the reasons you said are right. But I want to touch on why, because Angelo was saying, oh, you just have to average four more points per game to be in the top three. There's a difference, okay? One, there's an age difference. Two, there's a contract difference. And that's really what played into it for me having him lower, because the production was there for Bradley Beal. You also have to remember he was playing for the Washington Wizards. We're talking about Zach Levine having to be someone that goes out and get a bucket. Think about what Bradley Beal was doing for the Wizards. And I'm not knocking Bradley Beal. Like, I have been a career fan of Bradley Beal. But let's not pretend that what he was doing in Washington is comparable to the guy that's in the top three that you're alluding to. All right? So, yeah, my my number seven is Bradley Beal. I just wanted—I literally moved him. Just so I don't forget, because I'm eating candy, and I tend to forget things when I eat candy. So, wow! Yeah,
1: suck
3: it in. So
0: I got Bradley Beal moved down a slot on his list. (laughs) Let's go. So the two players are so close together, and I think I'm gonna ruffle a lot of feathers if I had this guy at number seven. But that's where he deserves to be. So Uh he's now. Oh
3: no! Uh He's going after the internet, darling. Oh, no.
1: Internet, darling. Are we at number seven?
3: We're on number seven. Is it my turn? It's your
1: turn. Let me get him up. Hold on. Oh, Hold on. no. So, number seven, Anthony Edwards.
2: There's the Internet, darling. Yep. That's
0: Internet way lower I like. than I've got him.
2: Uh-huh. Hmm? Yeah. I
1: mean, I don't like Ant. I don't know <laughs> what about him. <laughs>
0: I have him this low. Why do you have him this low? I just don't like the look of him.
1: <laughs> I mean, I left Demar off the list last week. Can you really
2: hate me? Fair. That's fair. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, he had twenty five rounding up six and four and a half ish, right? Ish seventeen point four. But it, I'm going to get yelled at for this. But
2: it's you are
1: Minnesota's not great. I don't think Cat's amazing. Rudy is Rudy. What I, I think Kat- he had to be. The person, I think I just don't like the Timberwolves as an organization.
0: Oh, right. Jesus oh. Christ, <laughs> man, just singled out an entire fan base. Let's go.
2: You really <laughs> did <laughs>
1: gotta attack the internet, darling, and all of its followers. <laughs>
2: um,
1: I mean, but I mean, he only had a 17.4 PER. I have people. Right, right. Efficiently wise, that were better than him. He played a lot of games. I will give him that, which is so why he's above Bradley Beal.
0: So but you're just. Why pretty... He's above Bradley Beal. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you, Austin. <laughs> Me. The yes. futures and potentials person. Yes. You have a 21 year old all star that just averaged 25 points per game. You've got them at seven? Yes. He's got them at seven. Based That's on last yike. year. That was a big yikes.
1: I, I don't think. I don't know. I'm going to get just, in trouble for this, but I don't think Anthony Andrews is living uh, up to the hype of a number one.
2: What? Oh. What's DeAndre Ayan? DeAndre Ayan. Not a- not like
0: <laughs> Did you say better?
2: I said jerked.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll, look, I'll, I'm not going to waste my breath on Anthony Edwards yet. I'm going to get to him when he's where he deserves to be.
1: Which is what, at six? Oh, no, no, no.
3: <laughs> oh, Anthony Edwards is in this man's top tree. I can almost guarantee it. No, no,
0: no, no. No, no, no? Okay,
3: no. okay.
0: He's probably four.
3: Okay. <laughs> Anyways, well, anyway. We're going to get it eventually. Anyway, um, my number seven is Desmond Bain. All right. Okay. For a lot of the reasons Ren said, he averaged 22 points, five rebounds, four assists on 19 PR. He was one of the bright spots for the Grizzlies for the longest time. I actually think at one point when we were talking, he was averaging close to 27 a game. Like, I think he took a very, very good step from the previous year to this year. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Huh? Absolutely.
3: And i think the future looks bright for him but honestly now that i'm thinking about it i didn't really take future into consideration for the any of my lists
0: i didn't on any of the previous ones like i said i was just very distracted while i was doing this one and like oh so you're like oh it's between this guy and this guy this guy has a better future yeah i would i would debate different things like okay these two players this guy has a better future this guy is better defensively. This guy, I like his haircut more. You know, whatever it took, really. Yeah. Or at least that's what Austin did. Bradley Beal needs a different haircut, obviously. Obviously.
1: Alright.
0: So, number, number six. Right? six. So, you have to remember, this is my actual number seven, but I did call an audible, so we'll call it number six. My number six is uh uh
2: Say it. James Edward Harden Jr.
0: El Chapo. Jimbo Slice.
2: Does he not qualify for the point guards? Yeah, I had him on my point guard list.
0: Yeah. Where do you guys have Tyrese Maxi? Because Maxi shows up on my point guard list.
2: <laughs> Anyone? I oh. Now um, you have me questioning reality. Yeah. Anyway, go on with James Harden. I think Maxie would be the two here.
0: Well, Honeybun is going to be my two. Because I... I'll, I'm just going to call an audible and say Maxi and Harden are going to be
3: ones for me on my next list. But go That's on. Fine. That's fine. James um, Harden.
0: I mean, I'm gonna be honest, if you're putting him on your point guard list, he's probably not making the top ten, so (laughs) Oh we'll see. No, no, no. This is not Houston Rockets MVP James Harden. No James Harden. This is James Harden played seventy six games. Do you know how many minutes he played? Twenty two per game. Oh god, (laughs) no, no, wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait, reading that backwards. Thirty six per game. He played 36 per game, 21 points per game, uh-huh. 21 yep. on a very, very inefficient shooting, 44% from the field, 38% from three, 86% from the line. And we all know how much he loves getting to the line Per 21.6 yep. Windshare share 8.4. I think this was his highest assist season, but it's hard to, you know, not get assists when you're tossing it to Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey. Um, just overall based on where his career was to the steady decline to where he is now, where he's doing everything he can look. If you don't want to be on a team, I'm fine with that. But if you're showing up to training camp in a fat suit, like I don't you, for you. No, that happened that that happened. There's no way that man put on that much weight and then lost it that quickly. There's mm-hmm. no way. But, Not that long ago, James Harden was averaging 34 points a game. Averaging 21 now. So, and he he, he still... You will never find someone making a 2K build where the focus is James Harden's defense. So... (laughs) Y'all can have James Harden on your point guard list, I'm just saying. Ouch.
2: That one hurt. Yeah,
0: yeah, it did. So you're going to have Tyrese, Maxey and James Harden on your point card list? I mean, I got to get a really
3: young outside of the top ten
2: somehow. <laughs> Fair. There's the plot. <laughs> so I'm a little afraid that you
1: guys haven't mentioned this guy for my number six. And it could be because I completely
2: whiffed, and so I'm putting James Harden here. But we're going to go with Paul George. Hmm. Mm.
1: am i wrong is he like a three year one and i just completely
0: <laughs> no you're right i'm just actively trying to figure out either who i forgot or what kind of like crazy play you're calling for your top five yeah i know that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's
0: like, kind I'm, of... I'm looking at my list and like yeah Spoiler alert! Anthony Edwards is in my top five, so he's gone.
1: Yep.
3: <laughs> and
0: based Paul George this reaction, based my on this top reaction, five
1: are two people you've already mentioned. What? I just have them
0: higher. What? <laughs> he has Desmond Bane in the top five. Oh, okay. Go on, Desmond, go on. Has, has Austin already it is done Desmond Levine? Bain, I know. I know it's Desmond Bane. No, you it's didn't not have ben Levine. It's Dejounte. It's Dejounte and Desmond not on Bain. my list. DeJounte is not on the list. I know it's Desmond Bain. But who do you have that I don't want, Andrew? We'll get to it.
1: We'll get to it. Anyways, <laughs> Paul George, I mean, I he think... didn't play a great amount of games. Still averaged 24, 6, and 5. 45 from through field. 37 from 3. I mean, he played solid. I mean, availability is the big problem. He hasn't played more than I mean, this is the most games he's played since 2019, 18
0: 19. Load management is rubbing off on him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Actually, quick side fact. Did you see that oh, the Clippers coach or the Clippers owner said that the Clippers are going to take the regular season more seriously?
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> that was the creepiest sounding laugh through the microphone <laughs> I think I've ever heard. I want <laughs> to hear terrible. that on the playback.
3: That is the greatest thing I think I've ever heard, honestly. I I'm sorry. To that
2: on the phone, right?
1: Yeah, 100%. But Paul George is there. I don't know if he even made your lists.
2: Yeah, but... he, absolutely did. What? yeah. Oh. He, okay. he absolutely did.
1: Okay, so he must be your fives or fours.
2: Yeah. I, I played the fifth. He is my five.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, I know your lists now. But yeah, okay. Paul George. At six, I'm
2: sure you guys will go into more depth when he's at where
3: he's too high. Yeah. My number six is Bradley Beal.
1: Okay.
3: He averaged, we've already talked about Beal, I believe twice already, have we not? Yes. So I'm not going to add anything you guys haven't already said. I'm just going to say he averaged 24 points, four rebounds, five assists on a 20 PER. I think that's worthy
2: in the top 10 and yeah. I'm going to finish it at that.
1: Agreed. top 8. Top
0: 8. 100. My number 5 is is PG13. Um we already established that. Um really you hit all the boxes. The only thing I would add is he is still not necessarily the same elite on ball defender that he used to be, but he is still a top tier defender. And probably, okay. I would say he's a top three defender for the shooting guard position. Still, I'm trying well, yeah, to do it in my head.
1: I would, I would, I would agree with that.
0: I, there's only two guys I can say I would put above him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and he still can stretch the floor, and even at this point in his career given the fact he's a little older now, he's getting to the end of his prime. Um, He still has the playmaking touch, the defensive touch. The scoring touch isn't what it used to be, but what what more could you ask for him to be the second banana to Mr. Load Management himself? Availability. Um, I I guess availability. If you (laughs) wanted to be nitpicky, sure. That's true. But... Just in terms of ranking his abilities, I I think five is a solid spot for him. Much better than six.
1: It's not that much better than six.
0: It's significantly better.
1: You'll see why my five is five and why the PG is six. Look,
0: six is top ten. Five is top five. Mm. I don't know. You're not going to win this. (laughs) Go ahead and give me your
1: five. My five is your ten. Zach Levine (laughs)
2: Um,
1: I mean it comes down to availability Levine played 21 more games than Paul George did averaged one more point than he did averaged a little less rebounds and a little less assists but you know who cares he's the only one on the bulls like you said he's got to get
2: the buckets
0: so he averaged barely more. While playing. As the only, well, I'm not gonna say the only because I, I think Damar is better than you give him credit for. Um, option. Mm-hmm. And so the only option. There's not a, There's not a world in which. You can even pretend. Zach Levine holds a torch to Paul George defensively.
2: I mean, defensive
1: win shares, he does.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we're just looking at advanced metrics, sure. But y'all, Isn't that do, that that
1: is that what we do, Ren? That is what we do,
0: Ren. That is what we
2: do. Zach Levine had less usage, scored more points. Let's see. I'm looking
1: for more metrics to blow up in Ren's face. <laughs>
2: Do you see what you
0: did, Ron? Do you see what you did? I think the most impressive thing is I have finished this entire bag of candy and I haven't chewed into the microphone once. <laughs> i low <laughs> did.
3: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I see it, 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 what you did, Ron.
0: I... I also didn't mute my mic one time. Highly <laughs> recommend these. So Zach Levine Just,
1: deserves number five. I, I'm, 21 I'm, more games. Defensive windshare uh, is better
0: than uh, Mr. Uh, Paul George. We're, we're over number five. <laughs> we, <laughs> we moved along. Go on, Angelo. Give us your number five. Before I get to my number five, what candy you got? Uh, Twin snakes. Ooh, those. those are really good. Not a sponsor. Not a fan. Not what? I'm not. I'm not a fan of your list. So you, know far. you know what? You know <laughs> what? You know what? You know
3: what? I'm. I'm done. We're calling it. We're calling it. Austin, you get the L for this week.
0: You get the just L for that take. Just, just for that take.
3: Just yeah. yeah. Just, just for the take, and I can already tell where this. No, Austin. Austin is now the reigning, defending, undisputed holder of the L. He he's got it's two. For
1: putting Harden at the two.
3: He's he's got he's got he's got it.
2: He's got it. Anyway, my number five is Anthony Edwards. Overrated. <laughs> I can't with you right now.
1: See, you said your hot take was having
2: Anne at 5. I Yeah, I was! I didn't think you'd put him at, like, 7!
0: <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that. Is I can't not... say much, but I think that that... I think 5 is even a little low for Anne.
2: Uh, yeah, debatably, yeah!
1: But not 7! 7. seven. Not
0: seven, is, seven Seven is a hot take. Seven is a, is a very hot take.
1: for the first
0: So, so I think we're going to start a new segment or a new thing. Every week we're going to give out the award for the casual take of the week. And that's no. Anthony Edwards at seven.
3: Well, no, not the casual take of the week, but we, we, no, we, we have, we have a tradition here, Ren. We have, we have the L award. We need to use it. L award. The little award, yes. The so word. every week we hand out the L. You know, sometimes it's going to go to you, sometimes it's going to go to me, sometimes it's going to go to Austin.
0: So, and so that's... far, Austin has the highest percentage of the L award. He does. He actually does. <laughs> we since gotta, we gotta, we gotta try harder since the inaugural didn't have event. The
1: lowest percentage of playoff guesses.
0: Technically, Run is the inaugural holder. We yeah. didn't have an award yet. It wasn't established. Oh,
1: yeah. You no. are an so,
3: you know, No, no, no. Even, I, 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 I will,
0: So, it. hold on. I will say we can name it after that, but there wasn't an award yet. No. The award did it not is, exist. It is yours. You are the is catalyst. It
1: the award or is the Sabonis award? Yeah, exactly. No,
0: no. Sabonis so is talk the me, catalyst talk for me. the award. Talk me, talk me through Antifive.
1: <laughs> like that. he averaged
3: 25.6 rebounds, 4 assists 17 PER he does actually have another offensive weapon on his team in Cat even though he has negative 1 in Gobert <laughs> and he looks like one of the budding stars in the league everyone I've, I watch talk about him, talks great things about him he seems like a really stand up guy and he's very good
0: So let's also not forget he, for part of the season, had another offensive weapon in D'Angelo Russell. Regardless of how you feel about the man, he was averaging, I don't have it in front of me, but probably pretty close to 20.
1: So here's my problem with you guys saying he has Cat as his offensive weapon. Cat only played 29 games. Right, but touches for touches. He had 50 games without Cat.
0: But touches are touches
1: what do you mean touches or touches
0: because of averages if he so if he played 29 games 29 games with cat right that's yep. 29 games where carl anthony towns is getting a significant portion of the touches right his usage rate during those games it's not like oh he played 29 games so we're gonna give him 50 percent less touches no he's still gonna get carl anthony towns level of touches And that takes away from Anthony Edwards' production, right? So that's how statistics work. (laughs) So you have to factor in the fact that there were 29 games where Anthony Edwards was not allowed to do... I I don't want to say allowed. He wasn't able to do what he did later in the season when Carl anthony Towns was injured. So by your logic, since Cat played
2: 29 games... Technically,
0: ants' averages should be higher. If he was shooting the same amount of shots as he was shooting the rest of the season, I don't know. Casual take. Also, yeah, Nas yeah. Reed is on the team.
1: Should be higher, but they're not.
0: Um. So I'm gonna move to my number five, which is.
1: Dirty digit number
0: five. Number five. I'm gonna move to my number four, which is Anthony Edwards. <laughs> Um, really the same reasons Angelo said and then what I just said. Look, look, look. Look. Anthony Edwards, he averaged 25 points. How many players on this list, Austin, I want you to look at your list and tell me, how many players on that list averaged 25 points?
1: Four others, and I have all four above Anthony Edwards.
0: Or others who am I missing?
2: Oh no, oh. you're missing Zach Levine, Ren. Oh
0: no, I Levine was my ten. Levine was my ten. Um. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Averaged Wait, okay. more he's, he's than more. okay. Than he's yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Oh, four. Is the game of basketball won or lost by points scored?
1: Not necessarily.
0: Is Anthony Edwards a better defender than Zach Levine?
1: No. That's not necessarily.
2: What? Yeah.
0: D- no. Angelo, I Angelo, can I have you have to
2: give Ant it here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Angelo, bring the scroll of the rules of the L trophy out. Can you win <laughs> it twice in one week? <laughs>
1: We're testing this, huh? Sure, Ant's a better defender. It's not okay. even
0: like sure. It's yes. It is a definite yes. Anthony Edwards is a significantly better defender. Um. So,
2: I don't. I'm
0: so confused by the logic. I'm impressed, this is I'm, like... I'm, you know, I'm, I'm impressed, I, I that's Anthony Edwards, number four. Tell me who your number four is. Is it Desmond Bain? You have Desmond Bain at number four.
2: Desmond Bain! <laughs> oh my
1: god. You, you all should have saw this coming.
0: Yeah, probably
2: right. You're probably right.
1: Desmond Bain is the best. Desmond <laughs> Bain is the next up-and-coming superstar. Um No, I just oh, love Desmond Bain. Be. There's definitely a personal bias here. <laughs> Only average You
2: know, you could have 22. just finished that
3: sentence without no, and we would have believed you.
0: I mean, he will be. There he we go. Future MVP.
2: Yeah, future MVP.
1: I mean, probably no, never mind. Not going to say that. Moving
2: on. What,
3: what? What? What is there that you're not willing to say right now? I'm just curious now. <laughs> now I have to know. What? What is the one thing other than Anthony Edwards is number seven? Anthony Edwards is a worse defender than Zach Levine or on par.
0: What is the thing that you are afraid to say? Please.
1: You don't want to know.
0: I I absolutely do. I do. There's no way. There's no way.
1: I was gonna say he has a better chance at winning MVP than Wemby
2: does.
0: Bring out the scroll.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look, when Jaw eventually gets kicked out of the league, this will be Desmond Bain's team, and Desmond Bain will take it to the next level.
0: Angelo, give me your number four.
2: (laughs) Anyway, my number four is Paul George. Oh,
0: that's a good spot for him. What's that? That's a good spot for him.
3: I think it is, too. I don't think his numbers quite crack the top three, but I don't think with his defense and his contribution to the Clippers that it's really warranted to be lower. I think him and Anthony Edwards, you can flip-flop. I think you can debate that. I, obviously Ant has the better future considering where Paul George is now but yeah Paul George great defender twenty-four points, six rebounds 5 assists on a 20 PR can we please get back to normal and go into 3 because I'm pretty sure Austin has to have the same people in the top 3 as us
0: <laughs> so here's this is what I've been waiting for because I knew this list was going to be volatile like I it was all over the place just When I was doing it myself. So I figured it would be the same for you. So I figured we'd be all over the place. I knew we would have the same three. But as I've been looking at it, I think we're all going to have the same number one. Are we? I'm interested to see. I think we are.
1: I don't think we will. Oh, God. Not because of me. Not because of me.
0: We're going to find out. So, but the thing is, I think any of these three guys, you could make an argument for number one. I don't think there's a wrong answer here.
1: I agree with that. I think the number three has... I'll I'll get into why I think number three could be one.
0: So number three for me is Jalen Brown. Okay. So I I think this a lot gets into our personal biases Mm -hmm. once we're down to this. Because like I said, these three were so close together.
2: Yeah. Look, what...
0: Let's just go over his stats first. So 27 points per game seven rebounds, three and a half assists, 50, 30, 76 from the line, a a 19 PER. So this is kind of what held me back from placing him higher. 26 per, or 27 per game is nice, but when your PER isn't even breaking 20, that's questionable. When you're shooting 33% from three, I don't know. Like, that was tough for me. And then 76 from the charity stripe. That's really what held it back for me because we know he's going to score. We know he's going to get rebounds. And we know he's going to play all NBA defense. But... He's in
3: Austin's top two. I'm convinced now.
0: He's what?
3: He's in Austin's top two. I'm convinced now.
0: <laughs> he's in Austin's top two because he likes his beard. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I. I like everything about Jalen Brown's game. I just felt the other two were more deserving, even though I would not be upset with Jalen Brown being your number one. I wouldn't even disagree with it. I just, my personal bias is put the next two above him.
1: That's fair. My number three is also Jalen Brown for a lot of the reasons that you said. And I think the big argument that we have for Brown to potentially be number one would be the defensive side of the ball.
2: Agreed. he's, yeah, definitely he's hands down best the best.
1: Yeah,
2: he's the Can best defender for shooting guards easily, yeah, especially above one and two. Um. So Brown at three for me. So anyway, my number three is Jalen Brown yep. for all the reasons
3: that you listed. Um, specifically Renn's 19 P.E.R. being the reason he didn't crack the top two for me, not necessarily because I care about, like, advanced stats like that, but more because I don't, the three-point shooting is really what got me, I guess. And that's probably what lowered his P.E.R. in the grand scheme of things. So he's a deserving three, He and I, I agree, you could argue for him to be one. Because of his defensive contributions, but I'm seven to
0: three. His defense, absolutely. Like that's the one yeah. way I was gonna argue. Like when I debated putting him at one, that was my argument. Was just not only it's not that he's just the best defensive shooting guard. It's the gap from him to number two is absolutely massive. It's just the efficiency really drug him down for me. Mm-hmm. Um, my number two is Devin Booker.
2: Mm. Okay.
0: So, look, 28 points a game, four and a half rebounds, five and a half assists, 50, 35, 85 from the charity stripe, 22 PER, a 6.0 win share. Look, what is there to not like about Devin Booker's game? Like, you could say the defense, but again, as we've covered, the shooting guard position is not exactly known for defense.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: He played on a very talented Suns team where he didn't necessarily have the ball in his hands the whole time, and he still came out and averaged 28. Uh, I know Austin's going to mention availability. He did only play 53 games. Correct. But they were 53 very meaningful games. And I, I didn't factor the playoffs into a lot of it. But in the playoffs, he did average 33 points. I think that does say a lot. There was another player I wanted to bring up the playoff performance of. I want to say it was Desmond Bain. And I feel like I forgot to bring it up. Um, And, you know, oh, 23, who was it? I'll figure out. DeJounte Murray. It was DeJounte Murray. Um, I feel like that was something that should have been highlighted and I forgot. Um, so I'm just going to go really quick and just since Angelo only cares about playoffs, uh, <laughs> never mind, it wasn't DeJounte Murray. I'll remember who it oh, is. Oh, it
2: wasn't. Okay. You do that.
1: My Anthony two... Edwards,
0: the average 33. Sorry,
2: go ahead.
1: Oh, wow. That might have put him to six for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: My number two is D book. Um looking wow. at him versus my number one. Huh. T- the number one edged him out in almost every stat.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. PER, win share. I mean rebounds are kind of a wash. Points. So I mean and availability like Ren said. Fifty three versus I think it was like sixty eight or seventy games mm-hmm. is a big sure. difference. Um and like Ren said, Book is on a great Suns team with the legend Chris Paul. Uh huh. <laughs> I had to get him in there. Kevin Durant, I'm not going to mention the center. Um, uh-huh. So I think he's uh-huh. on a very good team, and him still dropping 28 points is still
2: respectable, but not number one worthy. Right. So, anyway, my number two is Devin Booker.
0: <laughs> I told you. <laughs> what the hell? Uh,
3: I kind of expected one, or if not both of you, to put him in your. Absolutely not. Number one, I guess. If
1: we were focusing on. If we had talked in playoff appearance or playoff performance was part of our list, like a concrete, he would be one.
0: So, I'm going to be honest Devin Booker never. I never considered him for one. I considered Jalen Brown for one, and I considered this guy for one. Um, I I don't know why I didn't think Devin Booker at one. I think it's because he was on the best team of the three.
2: That's fair.
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess. So you guys have already talked about D-Book enough. There's really nothing I can add to D-Book, I guess. Other than, you know, once again, he's a great player and he's more than deserving to be in the top three or, well, he's number two, shooting guards in the league for last season. And he's actually playing with someone else on this list. So our list next year will be interesting.
1: So, Rem, Hmm. do you want to let Angelo go first this time?
3: No, no, it's all
0: good. We all have the same number one. We, we
1: all have the same number one. But I, I
0: really hope one, so, so. <laughs> because if we don't have the same number one, someone forgot someone. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you can you can go first, Angela. It's Donovan Mitchell. Of course.
2: Oh, no. Wait, what? What? What is he all knowing? I don't know. What's today's date? The 27th. Okay, we'll
3: get to it when we get to it. Anyway, Donovan Mitchell averaged
0: 28. Huh? Foreshadowing.
3: Foreshadowing. Donovan Mitchell (laughs) averaged 28 points a game, four rebounds, four assists on a 23 PER. You are correct. He did do just about everything slightly better than Devin Booker, other than obviously the rebounds and the assists. I would say the
0: shooting was significantly better.
3: His shooting was significantly better, Mm -hmm. and he led a Cavs team that going into the season, you know, I think people expected playoffs, but I'm not sure if people expected the Cavs to perform as well as they did outside Mm -hmm. of people in Cleveland, which, hi, I'm one of them. And I just think, you know, Devin Booker's more than deserving of the number one spot.
1: Donovan Mitchell?
0: Or Donovan Mitchell. Oh,
3: my God. So we just had to talk
1: about Devin Booker. So for me, like I still said,
0: in my head. still I, in my I never considered Devin Booker for number one because Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker were so similar mm-hmm. that if it wasn't going to be one of them, it was Jalen Brown. And what separated them for me was the shooting. I just think that Donovan shot the ball significantly better. And this is really where my personal bias is coming to play because for me... I had two teams that if you were to, if we were to do a tier list of which teams were must watch TV for Ren, the Cavs were up there with the Sacramento Kings. They were just fun. They were an enjoyable team to watch. And most of that stemmed from Evan Mobley and Donovan Mitchell. Like Darius Garland's nice. Jared Allen's always fun to watch, but Donovan Mitchell was electric on the floor. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that there is a bit of a bias to that. I am... Surprised, but not surprised that we had the same top three, honestly.
2: No, me neither. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all. I don't know. For me, Donovan, I mean,
1: I'm going to go off on a little tangent. Do you think the trade was worth it for the Cavs? Absolutely. Absolutely. What about the Jazz?
0: There, I mean, it's so far I mean, worked
2: yeah. out for them.
3: Yeah. I think the trade the Jazz are writing home about is the freaking Gobert trade, not the Donovan Mitchell trade. But
0: yeah, yeah I I think point. that it's one of those trades that worked out for both teams.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I mean, I like the Cavs as a whole are going to be very scary in the next few years, and
0: they're still so young. Yeah. So, well, what you guys happy with your lists? I am confident in him i am
2: yeah.
0: i mean i guess y'all will have james harden on your list next week and i will not um, Yep. so before we get out of here do we want to announce or tease what's coming up angelo
3: you can announce it all, all right, right so, so yeah
0: I don't know what the date is going to be of the release. That's something that we'll talk about next week. We've still got to work out some details. Yeah. um, No reserves as a brand is growing. That's our plan to consistently be growing. It is. And we are fans of sports in general. Some more than others. Each of us has different levels of interest in different sports. Um, So starting here soon, we will be launching our first spinoff series. It will also be a weekly episode. Um, It's going to be related to the NFL. It will start, correct me if I'm wrong, before the season. It will 100%
3: start before the season, and there's even an off chance because a Mr. Ostie Pants can't communicate well. There's even an off chance that you might see an episode before... Like or not before, just after this one it releases. Oh. Off chance. So not sure yet. Thanks, Austin. So, but there's yeah. nothing
0: for, for a long time, listeners. Um, I will be participating lightly in this. Fast or football's not exactly my sport. I will pop in occasionally to moderate, as you will. And the things that I am confident talking about, I'll talk about. So this is going to be the first major project we do that I will not be fully involved in. I Hallelujah! Will
3: be, we can have I some fun! This will be fun.
0: I will be... I mean, you're still going to follow the rules. I no rules! I have a, I a feeling Ren just has a small compartment in his house that just says, The rules! Yeah, no, 100 uh, Yeah. I, I will pull the plug on this thing so quickly. So, <laughs> the host, if you're not following along at home because you're like me and don't pay attention when things are being told to you so angelo will be hosting this new episode or this new spinoff um austin will continue to be his co-host on it and then there's a third person named alex i for full disclosure before you like i'm hoping you listen to this episode at this point before you've ever gone to click on one of the no reserves football posts I do not know Alex. I've never met Alex. I've never had a conversation with Alex. I He does not speak for the brand. He does not speak for the brand, this guy. Um, but Angelo will be headlining this. Um, if you hear me on there, I'm just there for the fact that I had nothing else to do and they were going to record, so I, I jumped in. And maybe... I doubt that
3: happens because Alex... Lives in a spoiler alert. Alex is foreign. He lives in a country, and that he cannot be on as late as some we get on a record sometimes and that's, that's weird why I'm um very concerned about Austin as well
0: that's why so you should just do it on the weekends so yeah that's that's coming up. Yeah. keep an eye on for that it will be it will be posted on the same r s s feed correct oh oh, one hundred percent correct. OK, so if you are interested in that, you won't you at home will not have to do anything. Just keep an eye. Keep those notifications turned on because we don't have there's a tertiary idea of when this is all going to happen. Like it's not going to be released on the same day because football is on Sunday. So why would we release a football episode on Sunday? Right. Sure. Um. So we're going to figure that out. But if you keep your notifications turned on, you will get it. I don't know how much we're going to talk about it before that. Like Angelo said, we might have an episode up this week. Um, and keep an eye out for other future spinoffs because we might be doing more. There's more we've considered. Um, we couldn't do baseball because Cameron's not available, and I refuse Adam. to do wrestling. Uh,
3: Adam, Adam wants to do it. He's, he says, "Sign me up, Coach."
0: That's sign that's him great. up. That's great. Sign him up, coach. No, it's not happening. Sign him um, up, if, him we're, up. if we're, no, if we're doing fake things, I would rather do like books or movies or something. Um, I'm up. I'm sure he'd sign up for that too. So yeah, keep an eye out, keep an ear out. Make sure you are subscribed for notifications because you will get the notification. The moment that episode drops, the time will still be the same. It'll be 6 AM. Correct. Yep. so, I'm all these questions I'm asking are not because I know the answer. It's because I actually don't know because I have not fully been involved in this. Um, Yep. I just gave the sign off that I was okay with it. Um, So, yeah, if you are interested in football, honestly, Angelo and Austin are much more knowledgeable about football. So, like, I actually think this will be a very, like, personal bias aside, I think this is going to be a very good thing for. The brand, if you are into football, I think you will really enjoy this. I think they're both very knowledgeable people. Again, I don't know Alex, so I'm Alex not going to speak for is, him.
3: Alex is closer to you than anyone else in this. Okay, uh, so you,
0: you'll get a different experience, but if you're a fan of football, definitely tune in. Give it a shot. If you don't like it, come back next week. Maybe the first episode wasn't that great. And Give them a chance to fix it. Cause it's gonna be a learning experience. Cause I don't know if you've noticed, but I talk a lot and I think that they're gonna they're 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 gonna be in for a little awakening about how much
3: we'll see about fun that.
0: We'll
3: see about um, that one, buddy.
0: We're gonna so have yeah. so much fun. We're gonna have it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Um outside of that, Twitch streams still incoming. Haven't really solidified that. We have a short list of, like, what we want to do, but that is coming. We Um, want
3: to get it out before uh, 2K24. That's that's for sure.
0: For sure. But, other Um, than that... Besides that, follow us on social media. Hey, if you follow us on social media, I'm just going to tell you now. Last week, we had a bit of a snafu when it came to releasing the episode. There were some problems that came up. Um... I don't know if we made a comment on it on social media, but going forward, if there are any things, we will be pushing that out on social media. So even if you're not following us, if you're if it's Sunday at nine a m and you normally listen to us on Sunday at nine a m and you don't see an episode, just go check in on the Twitter even if you don't follow it because we will we post updates on that about why um because I did have a few people asking where that episode was and unfortunately we we ran into some technical difficulties at the 11th hour and we weren't able to fix it because unfortunately Angelo has everything on his computer and yep there there was just some issues but we got it all taken care of but follow us on social media and you will know about that in advance um outside of that do you guys have anything else to add tonight
2: um, um... No, not really. I'll
0: give you the bad news after we go off here. Bad news. Okay. Hey, thanks for listening. (laughs) We will see you all next week when hopefully we all still have a job. And you might hear from Angelo and Austin before that.
3: (laughs) Probably Angelo before Austin.
1: Definitely
2: Angelo before Austin. There you go. Have a good night, everybody.